Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody, what's going on? Rob Sestronino back with you to talk 90 Day Fiance. I'm back, baby. And now I'm here to talk about a brand new season of Before the 90 Days with the man who doesn't miss a beat on 90 Day Fiance. He has been going strong for a year plus, week in, week out, covering all things 90 Day Fiance, please welcome back uh, Mr. 90 Day Fiance. It's Please Have a Kelly. Please, how are you? I am doing phenomenal, yes. Rob. I'm so happy to have you back on the panel. I'm so excited. This is the first time in over a year that we've had a fresh cast, pretty mm-hmm. much. So I can't wait for us both to give our first impressions on what's certain to be a great, great journey on the Hot Mess Express this season. First off, Puya, thank you for welcoming me back to uh, your dojo to talk about the uh, 90-day uh, fiancé. This is uh, your beat. This is your show. And uh, you uh, very generously uh, let me come in and uh, share the limelight with you to talk about all of these uh, wild couples here as uh, we are heading into the last week of Survivor. Be a little bit of a, a slower time, but not really because uh, the Amazing Race is coming back and Celebrity mm-hmm. Big Brother and, and uh, probably the new season of Survivor uh, will start before this ends, right? I would think so. I mean, if we go 15 weeks, yes, this is very the likely. bridge to Survivor 42. Pretty much. All aboard. Yeah, I mean, if I was to have a black belt on anything, I'd rather it be other stuff than the 90 day. But certainly listen, yeah. welcome to the dojo. Happy yeah. to have you back. And I mean, Rob, I'd like to think that I know you by now. And like the us talking about the, this past season of 90 day, I could tell you had found a show that you were enjoying very much. Yeah. So like, let's let's have Rob back, especially now after the premiere. I know we picked a good season for you to hop back on. Good. So very excited to be back here again. Thank you for having me, Puya. Of, of course. course, we invite you to subscribe to uh, the 90 Day uh, Fiance podcast feed that is covering 90 Day Fiance, whether uh, I am here or not, week in, week out, wall to wall coverage of the 90 Day Fiance. That's at robiswebsite.com slash 90 day. And that we are talking about the premiere of 90 Day Fiance. Before the 90 days, but Puya, you will also uh, continue to bring the listeners special coverage of 90 Day The Single Life. That's right. Every week at the end of the episode, I do talk about 90 Day Fiance The Single Life Season 2. 
at the end of these podcasts. They're usually, they don't go beyond 20 minutes. So it's a quick recap of what's going on there. For those of you that may not have access to Discovery Plus or can't look at some cringy stuff, I will do it so you don't have to. And I'll tell you all about it at the end of the episodes. Okay. All right. So stay tuned for coverage of a 90 day fiance, the single life. Is Natalie in the single life? Natalie is in the How's single that going? life, Rob. Um, I got to listen to the so, end of the podcast. I mean, yeah, if you don't want spoilers, I can I can leave it to yeah. you there. Yeah. Okay. All right. So here we are. Uh, we are talking about four new couples, more to come on before the 90 day. For anybody who's just listening to the podcast uh, real quick, can you just say, what is before the 90 day? What is the difference between this flavor of 90 day fiance and the others? So before the 90 day, the way it plays out, this is probably the easiest of the 90 day franchises to follow because you're really starting at the first impression stage. These the, the Americans on the 90 day before the 90 day have not met their future partners, potential partners in person. So it follows their journey towards that first visit, towards their first visit abroad to go see the part, the person that they are either dating or they've, you know, um, found on social media, found on dating apps. So it's really that there are some couples that, you know, they might have visited, like seen each other or met up in like on a vacation and now they're going to go see each other again. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, it's giving us the most in foundational part of the relationship. Okay. And so that these are all going to be like, uh, they're couples that are going to like get together in like some, like, uh, either like neutral territory. Yeah, so typically it would be the the hosting like the hosting country of the of the uh, uh, person who lives abroad. But now with COVID, we're seeing a lot more. Like obviously, this past season with Stephen and Alina, this season with another couple, they're like, okay, we can't meet up in her country. We're gonna go to Turkey. That's the good meeting spot mm-hmm. is Turkey. Yeah, so they're gonna start things off on a high pressure situation to uh, meet up. Some of the couples are getting married, like on first sight. Yeah, I mean, quite a bit of them, because like the whole why it becomes 90 day related is quite a bit of them. They'll say, yeah, I'm going to go. I'm going to see them and I'm going to propose. That's my plan. And for better or for worse, they're just going to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So, Puya, are you shooting yourself in the foot if you go on before the 90 day uh, and then actually get married? Not just like pop the question, but you go on before the 90 day and you get married. You can't um, do 90 day fiance regular now. This is supposed to be like, I mean, you know, the stepping stone. One of our favorites, Rob, actually did get the stepping stone and, and succeeded was Tariq and Hazel were first on before mm-hmm. the 90 day. And then they graduated over to 90 day fiance proper. OK, but they had their wedding in the United States. They did. That is true. Mm-hmm. They did. They did. go. Yes. Yeah. So if you get married in in the non-American country, I feel like then you might be in a stickier situation. You might not be on the show, but then yeah. you might be on 90 day the other way. So yes. it would still, they'd still get something if you're And good. then I guess, uh, is the uh, outside of the U.S. wedding always recognized? Like, I kind of feel like that Angela and Michael, uh, they got married in Nigeria. But then I, I feel like it was like muddy as to whether or not they were legally married in the United States, right? Yeah, because so basically when when they do get married abroad, they have to apply for a different visa than the K-1 visa. And then with that and depending on the marriage, it'll take longer with the with the visa. And Leon was yelling at the TV last night when um, one of the couples like, yeah, we're not we're going to skip the engagement and get married. He was like, that'll take you longer. You're making a mistake. 
Yeah. Okay. So it does, it does make it a little bit more complicated. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Puya, before we get into all the 90 day fiance, how's everything going in your world? Uh, Rob, everything's going phenomenally with me. Um, Mass Singer's about to end next week. It's been a lot of fun talking to Liana about it every week. Mm-hmm. And then 90 Day, as you've said, has not stopped. I've literally had the pleasure of talking about this every week. I had a bunch of new guests. I put a bunch of people onto the show, Rob. Your very yeah. own co-host of Nothing But Netflix is hooked on it yeah. now. So it's been great there. My Twitch stuff has been going good. The streaming life's been phenomenal. It's been a 90 Day of the Streaming Life. Very good life, yeah. Mm-hmm. Puya, I have to say that my biggest regret, and I did not keep up with everything from uh, 90 Day the other way, was that I did not get enough Steven. <laughs> yeah, that guy was a star, and I blew it. I missed it. He was a star. He was a star in a big way, Steven was. Mm-hmm. Um, he pretty much became the go-to punching bag for everyone, myself included, all the sure. guests included. Sure. It was very hard. It was very hard to deal with him, but then also it was very fun to watch him be the worst. Yeah. What was he going to say next? You had no idea. No. I mean, the dude literally went and captured four cats off the street to bring into his wedding as guests. So mm-hmm. nothing was off the table with yeah. Steven. Okay. Well, Puya, we talked before we came on. Who are we going to talk about? Uh, who, who is the star? And we very quickly arrived at the same answer. We're going to start off this uh, 90 day before the 90 day talk with Gino, Gino and Jasmine. There's no other place we could have gone, Rob. Gino is wild. The, okay. So Gino is 51. Yep. Right. And he lives a simple life. He tells us he's, you know, he's a frugal guy, kind of lives, whatever, nothing, everything's low key. Um, one of the first scenes we see with Gino is his meal, yeah. which scarred me. Yeah. The dude pulled out a like Hungry Jack's frozen meal out the freezer and then down chocolate milk on the side. Which was just criminal. Right. He seems to have like an extensive collection of like Tupperwares of TV dinners. And I like, I got to be real. uh, Like, I didn't even know TV dinners were still a thing in 2021. I I mean, they're still in the freezer when I walk past it, but I just, I keep walking. I'm not, I'm not reaching out for the Salisbury steak. Like that's not (laughs) happening. My life is fine. Yeah. He's doing it. And I think he likes them. I mean, he had his like blue recycling bin was just full of the the packages of the TV dinners. I think that's all he's eating. Ah, that was that was the refuse. That was like Mm -hmm. the used TV dinners. He's recycling (laughs) all. Okay, got it. I thought it was like he had like a stockpile of them. Uh, those, Those were all the used ones. Yeah, yeah. And the freezer looked full to the brim of them, though. So I think literally that's all he's eating. And again, I have to stress this. He's drinking chocolate milk on the side. And I love chocolate milk. Well, on the side of a TV dinner, that doesn't seem right to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, hard to nail that combo. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's firm in it. The dude chugged this chocolate milk mm-hmm. like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, so Gino also uh, that he's he's headed to the pharmacy also. Uh, he's uh, like, I'm not really sure what he was doing at the farm. Like we see that uh, later on he visits the online pharmacy uh, I'm not sure what he needed at the regular uh, Walgreens. Yeah, so he pulls up to the pharmacy, and his whole thing is, "Well, I'm going to be traveling to Panama to, to you know, see my my partner Jasmine." And 
He's looking for travel items is what I thought, but mm-hmm. I also couldn't really put my finger on it until he goes over to the uh, st- the store clerk who immediately becomes the MVP for me. Mm-hmm. He asked the store clerk, like, what can I get for traveling? And the store clerk was like, dude, I got you. And starts taking him around the aisles and and pointing out stuff he could get. I was very baffled, Rob. And I, Liana explained that this is normal. Um, there's a lot of liquor at this pharmacy. <laughs> like, yes. Uh, so what that were you baffled by that? Like uh, that? Why can you get liquor in this uh, establishment? Yeah, because like I mean, I've never seen a pharmacy be so stocked. Yeah, stocked and facilitating other stuff too. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it goes. It's a state by state thing. Like uh, when I used yes. to live in California, like you could go to the grocery store and you could buy liquor. Uh, like here in North Carolina, you can buy like wine and beer in the supermarket, yes. but no, uh, no liquor. Uh, so like it's not crazy to see like uh you know well you know bottles of wine at like uh the cvs yeah and it's that's what liana said it was that it is state by state because in um in ottawa uh there was no no wine no beer at any store but then if you went 15 minutes across to gatineau quebec yes you can get beer and wine at the grocery store Mm -hmm. so it, it is it is one of those where it's different but i was a little bit baffled by it so then this store clerk takes him to this aisle. He's like, okay, you can get this. This is good. This is get these wipes. And then this is good if you get diarrhea. And I really thought that's where I realized, did I understand correctly what he's asked for? Cause I don't think I did, but yeah. Rob, what happens next? Yeah. Can I, can I cue this up? Let, let me, let me, oh, yes, let, please. let me, let me cue this up. Uh, so, um, we're going to see, uh, that Gino is going to be start asking for some, uh, some lotion. He needs lotion for the trip. Um, do you have any lotion for couples? Um, let me take you some. What does he mean by lotion for for couples? Does he want like a massage oil? So this could go either way. I feel like if you phrase it like that, you're not using it ever. <laughs> it's your first time. <laughs> you have no idea what you're asking for. So it's either massage oil or it's like lubricant. It's got to well, be one or the other. Which which would be weirder to call lotion for couples? It'd be weirder to call the lube lotion for couples, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like if an alien landed and, and you were trying to explain like, they like, what's this? Uh, like, it's like lotion for <laughs> couples. Yeah. Yeah, like Mark Zuckerberg's the only person calling it lotion for couples until Gino showed okay, up. Okay, uh, so the store clerk is taking him uh, to a uh, an aisle with uh, some, <laughs> some, <laughs> some some other products in the store. Stuff. Okay, this is pretty good. Well, what is this for? This is a, a lubricant if you're having sex. Oh, is that what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Said the man who has never had sex before. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for the sex making. Gotcha. Okay. Oh, okay. I I got it. Yes. I I think after hearing that back, maybe he meant massage oil. Yeah, I think so. I don't think because he seemed like, oh, oh, this is like uh, he's like, yes, that's it. Mm -hmm. This was this was exactly (laughs) what I what I needed. Um, And then uh, the the man has uh, many varieties. What is the warming? Oh, have you ever had like cinnamon on your tongue? You feel like warm? Oh, yeah. You're going to feel warm when you put it. Uh, it's like cinnamon. I, 
Rob, have you ever put cinnamon on your tongue? I've, I might now. <laughs> Sounds sensational. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm also not a cinnamon guy. So I was like, I understand what the clerk's saying. But if he was trying to sell me on it with cinnamon, I wouldn't have not loved it. But anything else. But I got what he meant. It was like, it's, it's a warm sensation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, so Gino is, uh, he's, he's met Jasmine. Where did he meet her? On, on a dating app? Uh, yes. I believe it was a dating app that um, caused the meat cute for Gino and one Jasmine. And that meat was Salisbury steak. Only from Hungry Man's or <laughs> Swanson's or whatever the uh, the TV yeah, dinner brand. Gino is. is the titular Hungry Man. Uh, yeah. but Jasmine on social media. Yeah, uh, yeah, and shades of Mike and Natalie. Uh, Jasmine is uh, not about that life. No, Jasmine is a vegetarian. We learn, mm-hmm. and she doesn't approve of his diet. So when he said that, I initially thought, yeah, she probably says, "Don't eat frozen food. Have a balanced diet." No, she's full vegetarian. And Mm -hmm. he said, and I don't, he's like, and I eat anything. And I thought, no, sir, you eat frozen dinners. That is not anything. Yeah. But they seem to have uh, a good connection, right? I mean, depends what you mean by good. And and the eye of the beholder, I feel like, is going to be key So I guess what I'm looking to see with these couples is, like, uh, I'm looking to see, like, interest on both sides. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. I think that that's the number one thing where we're going to talk about some other couples where, like, it's the interest seems, like, very one-sided. That at at least, like, Jasmine, we're going to see later, she gets jealous of uh, a woman that G talks to at a restaurant like it seems like that that both parties are at least like uh, having like interest in the other person yeah this definitely doesn't give me scam vibes Mm -hmm. at all so i think that um the interest is there and that was a a very like they had us in the first half for me where once we saw jasmine's reaction to some stuff i was like okay i think she's also invested in this heavily Mm -hmm. so um i think the interest is mutual here Mm -hmm. um all right, so uh, anything else you want to set up about Gino? And, and then let's just stick with uh, Gino and Jasmine and talk about their their whole uh, night on the episode together. Of course. Um, I think beyond this, Gino, we do learn, um, is close to his aunt and uncle. So that is something that's going to come up in a second here. So I, is, that an, mo- is that an aunt or uh, that he has Uncle Marco who has a girlfriend? Oh, yeah. You know what? You are right. You're right. It's uh, Uncle Marco and then Uncle Marco's girlfriend, Mm -hmm. um, which I'm assuming he'll call her by first name. Yeah. Which would make sense. Yeah. So because the thing that we found out is that he is going to be visit his plan is to go to see Jasmine for Christmas and New Year's. So he's leaving for December to go to her, Mm -hmm. which made me think he doesn't have family or friends, but then he has uncle Marco. Yeah. Uh, Gino feels like that. This is his chance to have a uh, true love. Has Gino ever been in a relationship before? Has he, did he uh, speak at all about like uh, his past experiences? Yes. So this isn't the first time Gino has had um, a girlfriend from another country. Oh he has an ex-wife that he met who was Brazilian. He brought her over on the K-1 visa. And then after seven years of marriage, they lost their spark. 
Oh, okay. I mean, that's like that. Some of these people, like they, they go through, like they meet somebody and they, they bring them here and then they just leave immediately. And it's like, well, why Mm -hmm. go back to the well like that? Uh, but I mean, seven years run. I mean, that's like average of like, you know, basically, you know, that's, that's as good as you could hope for, uh, from a marriage. I think anything after that, I think is gravy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, he says that they it was a mutual divorce, so mm-hmm. nothing bad happened there. Um, and and now you know he hasn't been with anyone in a few years, so yeah. he's been um, sounds like uh, willingly or unwillingly celibate. <laughs> yeah, maybe more unwillingly uh, because I would I would bet that way. Yeah, um, Gino is uh, getting ready. Uh, Gino has, uh, also, um, been shopping online, uh, for some other pharmaceuticals. Uh, he has a delivery, uh, that he, uh, shares with us of another, uh, package that he's got. Yes. Ta-da! These are the little blue pills. It can make you last longer. Where did you get those? Online. <laughs> so, first off, does when you answer online, does not seem like that maybe he went through like a reputable retailer. This does not sound like an Amazon purchase. No. It doesn't sound like he found a sponsored ad from like a podcast to, to get to. Right. Bluetooth wasn't here. This is like a forum board. It mm-hmm. feels like almost. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because like, uh, he has like basically like a cardboard box with a bunch of like, uh, pills in it. You would imagine if you got something like from a reputable pharmaceutical source, the packaging is not like a, like cardboard box with just like some things thrown in there. Yeah. So the box was bigger than what the pill size were. So automatically red flag. It's like a bunch of loose sheets of blue pills. There's like a, a sheet of six yellow pills yeah. and there's like 50 of them. Like he bought 50 blue pills for a week. Mm-hmm. What does he think he is? I don't know. Um, Gino, uh, he might die. <laughs> yeah. Well, he did tell us that he tried them to verify yes. that they work and they do. They do work. So, Good. okay, there, there you go, Gino. <laughs> oh, Gino also has this thing where he does, he laughs to himself a lot. Mm-hmm. So he'll say something and then he has the wildest laugh right after it. Mm-hmm. And we, I caught this multiple times. I think it's going to be something that's going to recur during the season. So Gino, uh, that he, uh, is going to, uh, be, you know, I guess he doesn't, he doesn't seem to know how to cook for himself. He's like, uh, every meal is either a TV dinner or he's, I guess he's ordering takeout. Yeah. Yeah. That stove does not look like it's seen any action in just like, you know, no action. Both of them stove and Gino hand in hand. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The microwave though, getting lots of action. Um, yeah, that also, uh, that, uh, Gino is, uh, also like, uh, he, I guess he is, uh, has a thinning, uh, or receding hairline is going to be wearing a hat has not ever taken the hat off in front of Jasmine. Yes. So Gino is someone who'd be like, you have clear hair. I don't, you know, it's just clear. You can't really see it too well. Yeah. So we learned this about Gino. He mm-hmm. doesn't take the hat off. Um, at any point, unless he's sleeping. And we find out that Jasmine's never seen him without a hat on. 
Yeah. Which I was like, that is wild to me because he did insinuate that they send each other like sexy nude videos. <laughs> so is he just rocking a like rocking a beanie while naked? That doesn't seem sexy to me. Not that hatless would be for me uh with gino uh, but you know <laughs> I, I, is fair question if you're wearing a hat are you naked right like does that count mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like it counts i guess if you have socks on does it count that's my question hat and socks yeah or just socks i feel mm-hmm. like socks i feel like socks would count more naked than hat would count naked and so that you are uh, wearing, which person is more naked? Nothing in socks or nothing in a hat? Right. That's the question. And I think nothing in socks is more naked. Uh, I would disagree. I think nothing in a Ooh. hat would be more naked. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I guess it depends on how, uh, how much the What's feet the cut are getting of the socks? Is it like, uh, are we talking about like, uh, are, are we like, like the... <laughs> no show ankle socks or, or are we talking, I'm not talking about knee high knee high yeah, knee yeah. is different no but because i feel like one's head is way more involved in these situations than one's interesting feet is usually yeah gonna be, so hmm okay yeah you said let the listeners weigh in yeah please uh, at me uh <laughs> my mentions will be lovely yeah. this week. I'm actually excited. don't talk to us about this online <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't put it out publicly. Um, on yeah, yeah. Just moves. like form your own opinion, and then just like uh, you could like send us an emoji of like uh, if your team uh, socks is more naked or hat is more naked. That's it. Yeah, don't, and you can decide what those emojis are going to be. Don't I'm put the words that. "naked" in your tweets to us. We will not respond. <laughs> okay, they'll be left on red. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I guess let's bring uh, Jasmine into this. Uh, so Jasmine. I mean, I guess she seems like a little possessive over the Gino. Yeah, very interestingly so. So when we first see Jasmine, you know, there is an age gap between them. Jasmine is younger than Gino, um, but she's... Do you have her age? Um... Was it no? They all kind of blend in because there's quite a few people that are like they're fifty, but then the partners like thirties ish. Yeah, because I think there's another couple. That there's 17 years age difference. Yeah. I would put them in the same ballpark. Yeah. Yeah. So Jasmine seemed completely normal, you know, just living her life. But then she is very possessive of Gino. And it's not like a, oh, I get jealous. It's a full on, I want receipts. Like in their relationship, they've built up this rapport where when they start talking after a day of catch up, she goes, all right, baby, show me the receipts for today. Show me the evidence of today. Mm-hmm. And he has to give her proof of what he's been doing. Yeah. And sometimes only the receipts from are from a fast food restaurant. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. With the date, with the price, all of it. Yes. Okay. So it seems like Jasmine's uh, go-to text to Gino is, where is Poppy? <laughs> and report, please. Yes. Where is Poppy? Report, please. It's a lot. <laughs> this is this is intense. Like, report, please. Oh, and and she puts a little of she the said, please, Puya. That's all it takes. Please, Poppy. Where is the report? Oh my god! And the, here's the thing. Like, no offense to Gino, but genuinely, the only receipt she's getting is fast food receipts. Like, what is Gino mm-hmm. out here doing? Nothing. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's living a simple life. So I don't know what she's so concerned about. 
she seems very concerned that Gino is going to meet somebody. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we see for this firsthand, yes. um, because Gino is, you know, we've already discussed his diet. Yes. He wants to get fish and chips, Rob. Okay. Fish and chips. So what do we know? What, what establishment does he go to for fish and chips? Honestly, if, if you had to make me guess, it looked to me like it was just like a regular pub. Like maybe it's like a like a British pub, British uh, yeah, it inspired. Looks, pub. Yeah, it looks like it's not like a chain restaurant. Um, so this stupid idiot, uh, he's on TV. <laughs> he's also on FaceTime with Jasmine. So mm-hmm. I guess she doesn't trust him to go like something must have happened. Uh, where she doesn't trust him to go and pick up his dinner from the restaurant. And then he goes, he goes up to the person in the, in the restaurant. And then uh, here, let me play this exchange. Okay. Please. Yeah. Uh, uh, the person serving my food. How you so doing? He's waving to the person. Okay. Jasmine is unimpressed. And what's your first name? I'm Brittany. Brittany. Okay. Yeah, it's nice meeting you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so this is the real point of contention. He asks the woman, and what is what is your first name? Hmm. Yeah. Just what's and and what's your name like after the transaction's done? Hmm. And she says, "You know, Brittany." He's like, "All right, nice to meet you." I mean, to the to the naked eye, this is just friendly. You know, you're being nice. Um, yeah. But then to the Jasmine eye, that was extra. Why yeah. did you need to do that? So, Puya, in your objective Puya eyes, mm-hmm. was Gino out of bounds here to ask Brittany post transaction? What was and what is your first name? Okay, so to my eyes, I think so. And here's why. I just feel like that part should have come at earlier than that. Like he had already paid, he was about to leave. So it felt a little weird, but also ultimately it's a know your audience type thing. If you know Jasmine's not gonna like that, and you've already again the food you you are yeah. holding the bag. You are not obligated to be there. And I don't think she she's obligated to talk to you right. after this. So it felt like an extra right. step that didn't need to be there. To me, yeah, it seems like that he was trying to antagonize Jasmine. That, of course, that that this stupid idiot and that he he has to be like uh, on FaceTime like he's a baby that is like all right I need to be watching what you're doing at all times on the baby monitor when you go and I can't even trust you to go make this transaction of picking up lunch and then red hand like he's going it seems like he's asking this woman's name just to uh, try to get a rise out of Jasmine I, he does give me the I like to get caught vibes, you know, like he likes he likes being in this position where Report, she's mad please. at him. Yes. Yeah. So because it did feel like it was completely self-inflicted, like he knew what he was doing because Jasmine's reaction wasn't just like, a what was that? It was why did you talk to her that much mm-hmm. now? Did we miss some frames here? Maybe they didn't show us all of it because that wasn't that much, but it was certainly enough for Jasmine to get mad at him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so 
I'm not going to try this at home. Like, I'm not going to order DoorDash and then strike up a conversation with the per- the delivery person just to get in trouble. Yeah, your life's fine. You don't need that. Mm-hmm. You don't need that. No, no. What's, what good is that going to bring you? I you do know? a good enough job getting in trouble on my own. I, I don't need to, like, Extra try to correct, get in trouble. Yeah. yeah, you don't need, like, the bonus round for trouble. Like, mm-hmm. you're fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not about that life. I mean, big same. I hear you. <laughs> okay. So uh, eventually, you know, Jasmine and Gino, they're going to patch things up. She's like, uh, I don't understand why you had to talk to her. Why'd you have to ask her first name? Should Brittany have yeah. had a name tag on Puya? Would that have helped? I mean, do we think it would have stopped him from asking something stupid? <laughs> Maybe not. Maybe not. Again, the timing of everything was wrong. Did you catch when he FaceTimes her back what her name was on his phone? No. So it's the love of my life, Jasmine. All of that followed with a blue heart emoji and a cherry emoji. Blue heart, cherry. And what's the significance? I I feel like I know my, my fruits emojis and innuendo implications i don't know what a cherry is oh i just figured i think i just clocked what the cherry is yeah never mind yeah yeah okay well what's the blue heart i mean that just might be choice of heart it might just be like okay we're picking the blue heart viagra oh that does go hand to hand with the cherry so that makes sense okay okay all right wow so hmm okay uh, according to, uh, Google. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. the Ruby, Ruby red cherry, uh, can resemble a particularly juicy derriere. Yes. Yes. There you go. And let me tell you this though, after this argument, um, he should change the emoji to blue cherries. Cause I feel like that's not going to work out for him. He's not looking good right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay um should gino that he needs uh some skeptical uh friends really doesn't doesn't seem like he has a lot of friends but he does have an uncle uncle yes. marco uncle marco uncle is a marco. cool guy puya yeah uncle marco's got this i guess like- he's a cool guy for like guy in his uh 60s who's gino's uncle he's a cool he's got cool 60s ish uncle vibes he does give me those vibes for sure he's got this like car showroom and they're going there to shoot maybe he works there i I don't think that he owns all of these like uh classic cars you don't think so what is he just unattended like they just gave him the spot to to use it looks like it's like attached to his house like it doesn't look like a full show it looks like a garage I got the sense that this is where he, he works here and they have a pool table here and he's just and he is just hanging out for the day. Oh, I see. Well, it does look like a cool location. I will say that the pool table. So for those of you who don't know, the pool table is like is a car. Yeah, it's it's a Mustang. It's like the front of a Mustang. It looks like. So the, the pool table does look very cool. It's like, like a cherry red Mustang. Oh, not cherry. Blue cherry. Cherry blue. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm hmm. But yeah, this was an interesting exchange for me because no 90 day season is going to be complete without the skeptical family members or friends. And 
When they came through, I was like, all right, bingo. We got the premiere episode bingo done. I got one across. It was perfect because Uncle Marco's argument was, listen, you don't think you're one of 10 men that are involved here? Like, you don't think that's what's happening? Because we find out, Rob, Gino is laid off during the pandemic. He has no job right now, but he has been sending Jasmine money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I don't know if Gino is spending a lot of money so that he, uh, you know, is uh, basically anything he has. He's sending her way. She's getting some procedures uh, done. But, you know, Gino, he does not mind. No, Gino seems completely fine, which makes sense because I do feel like Gino, he mentioned that because of savings, he's been completely comfortable. And like, we looked at his fridge, like that entire fridge's contents value at like $38. Mm-hmm. So he's fine. Yeah. Um. So he's been sending Jasmine money for some procedures. Yeah. What, what do you want Gino to be spending his money on people uh, buying an NFT? What, what do you want? <laughs> well, that's the thing. That what else is he going to that- use his money for? He's got a girlfriend. He's got a girlfriend. He's got blue pills he's got lotion he's he's got lotion for couples Mm -hmm. yeah he got a plane ticket like he got the things that matter at this point yeah puya uncle marco did get particularly uh worked up about uh some of the maybe the worst case scenario that could happen for uncle gino uh in his confessional uh let me let's let's bring in uncle marco we are concerned about the whole deal because people want it. They just want a ticket to come over here. It's just strange. What if they kidnap him or something? And- yeah. What if, you know, and they take his card and all his money. He wakes up in a hotel room with a roofie. His money's gone. Everything's gone. Goodbye. Nice girl. Don't yell. I know you're upset about it a little wow. bit, but you don't have to yell. Settle down, Uncle Marco. <laughs> Settle down, Marco. Relax. <laughs> oh, Nobody God. is going to steal Gino, okay? Nobody wants his organs after he's eaten 4,000 Salisbury steaks and taken the, that who knows where he got Viagra. Yeah, he's listen. The calcium levels are off the charts because he's been rocking the chocolate milk on the side. Yeah. But beyond that, he's fine. <laughs> I will say, though, the only reason I can sympathize with Uncle Marco is because Gino is like 51 years old, but still most likely to get scammed and, and you know, get his identity stolen on travel. Like he seems like the type. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean that. We've watched enough of these shows where you see people that like uh, seem like that they are. I mean, can I say, can I say low IQ individuals? Is that is that fair to say uh, no, that like are like, dummy. like maybe dummy. like getting taken advantage of? I mean, it doesn't just happen on this show. I mean, I've I, you know I've watched like Love After Lockup. Like uh, they, mm-hmm. they, these people are often like the uh, like protagonists of like willing to look past many many red cherry flags uh, mm-hmm. to say like no, this is for real. Yeah, I mean, and the thing is that we see a lot of these, like, there's a lot of TV out there now. And what does TV love doing with these reality dating shows? Showing us the the dummies or the ones that are about to get, like, scammed. Or there was literally a guy named David, like, a couple of seasons ago, who was, like, sending piles of money to this woman mm-hmm. who he had never met. They had never FaceTimed. And, and they were, like, together allegedly for like what a bunch of years so there's definitely evidence of people falling for this stuff 
Uncle Marco's very concerned about his uh, nephew, little little Gino. Uncle Marco's out there. He knows the drill. You're not going to get this one over on Uncle rodeo. Marco. It's not his first rodeo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just don't yell. Don't yell. <laughs> yes, You're settle, fine, Marco. Settle down, Marco. <laughs> Uh, and, and we end the adventure. Uh, you know, Gino's like, ah, I'm, I'm not about that. I'm not going to hear what you're, what you're saying. Uh, he is going to go and uh, head to the airport. And where are they meeting up? Uh, I believe he's going to Panama. Panama. Okay. Yeah. All right. So Gino ends the airport in Panama and things are things are going well. Yeah, things are going well. And, and this is a good sign for us that we know who's going to be the main character this season because this is the end of the first episode and Gino's already on his way to Panama. So mm-hmm. we're guaranteed to be getting a lot more content with him and Jasmine. I will say, Rob, maybe the feelings o'clock moment of the episode for me was Uncle Marco welling up in the airport talking to the co- camera about um, Gino and his mm-hmm. concerns. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, that. If your nephew is 51, let him live. Like, let him leave. You got to let him leave the nest, Uncle Marco. Let let your 51-year-old uh, man-child nephew go out into the world and fail. Fall on yeah, his yeah. The, If not now, then when? when? When will we test Gino? Yeah, he doesn't deserve you, Uncle Marco. He's 51. Uncle Marco literally picked him up to take him to the airport at like 4 in the morning. Yeah, now, Uncle Marco cares about Gino. Mm-hmm. Now, does Gino care about Gino? We'll find out soon enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Gino cares about one thing. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, this we know. <laughs> this we, we know. Do know. This we know. Uh, a, a whole fruit salad of emoji is what uh, mm-hmm. Gino is thinking about. Um, we end on a phone call between uh, Gino and Jasmine, and uh, l- let's let's listen into uh, Jasmine's uh, parting words to Gino. I'll Please. let you know. Don't worry, I'll get there. Okay, just one more question before you go. Uh huh. Who is my little boy? <laughs> Who is it? Me. Yes, you. I will always be you, the only one, the owner of my heart, my soul, and pretty soon my body wanna make love to you like two wild animals. Shut up. Quiet. So, okay, baby, I'll let you go. I'm going to make love to you like two wet animals. I mean, Rob, we don't need to dive any first. The, <laughs> the, the language speaks for itself. <laughs> no lotion needed. And it's so funny because Gino's getting so embarrassed. He's on speakers and quiet, please. And then he's doing his awkward laugh. This was so great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The sexy gringo. There we go. That's beautiful that's gringo. That's Gino. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Puya, let's then talk about uh, couple number two, Caleb and Alina. Okay, uh, this is an interesting story. Mm-hmm. All right, we meet Caleb first. What do we know about Caleb? So Caleb is the first, the first scene of the show is Caleb. And I thought, huh, I don't remember seeing this guy in the previews. Why is he featured first? Like, because if you remember the last time we covered this show, Brandon and Julia were the first couple we met and they were definitely running the show. Mm -hmm. So I was like, who is this Caleb? And Caleb's like out, his B-roll is him running out with his shirt off, but with like full like slacks on, which I thought no one's running like that casually. Stop it. Um Caleb's a bit of a douche. Uh, That's what I was going to say that, uh, you know, like I can think that you sort of like uh, you, you, I guess watching this at first, I'm like, Oh wow. Like Caleb is like an amazing guy because that, uh, you know, as we're going to find out, like uh, Alina is uh, the, uh, his love interest. She uh, has a form of dwarfism uh, mm-hmm. like he talks about how like, uh, Hey, like he just has feelings for Alina and like, he does, is not even worried. He's not even thinking about that. He is like taught, had this online relationship with her for 13 years. They met when they were younger and now, uh, they've reconnected as adults and he is going off to go to, uh, meet up with her and uh, they're meeting in like a neutral place, right? Yeah. They're going to Turkey. They're going to Turkey. And it's like, well, Caleb seems like a pretty, uh, like amazing guy. But as the episode went on, like, I think Caleb is maybe a tool. Mm-hmm. And that is the perfect takeaway because he, everything he does kind of gives me a little bit of, um, performative kind of gives yes. me a little bit of, you know, he's trying to be something he's not. Um, it's, it's wild. Okay. Uh, with Caleb. Caleb, uh, yeah, kind of almost like uh, maybe uh, sort of like pseudo like coach vibes. Uh, he likes to uh, meditate. And the thing about meditating is that he feels like then he looks like uh, he looks at his uh, self like uh, that. He is almost like an alien in that moment. Look at himself. But even he admits uh, that was kind of weird. Uh, he, uh, does a lot of tarot card readings, uh, and is able to intuit a lot of things about the universe through tarot card readings. And he also drops on us that, look, I gotta be honest with you. I can get the sex anywhere. This is not about a thing for me. Like this is, I'm not Gino. Okay. If I want it, I'll find the sex. It again, we go back to the first thing we said, a little douchey. And and mm-hmm. by that I mean a lot douchey. Because he does all this and he's like, you know, but I can get I can I can get laid anywhere. Like what are you, Pitbull? Like relax, Mr. International. Like, <laughs> Mr. Stop Worldwide? It. Yeah. Anywhere I go, like <laughs> shut up. 
Stop it. <laughs> I didn't even know Pitbull was like that. I mean, he thinks he's like that. <laughs> <laughs> His songs tell me so. Yeah. Um, so then, uh, you know, they, they met on the Russian dating app and then we bring in Alina, uh, mm-hmm. who she uh, it seems to have like an interesting background. Uh, she has uh, this condition, a uh, type of dwarfism, and she's also kind of like into the burlesque scene. Yeah, she's like discovered burlesque. Um, we, when we first meet her, she's doing some kind of like modeling. They're taking photos and stuff, and they show us a bunch of her her like portfolio, which looked phenomenal. Um, and it was very interesting learning about Alina because Alina kind of explains uh, where she's at, what her background is, what her condition is about, and then she introduces us to you know her. She has a roommate that she is living with, and also has a band called BFF. Yes, can I, can I play the track from the band? Please do. Okay, here we go. Here is uh, Alina's band, BFF. Gold BFF band. I want to feel a mess coming in your body, locking in, vibrating. Which consists of my friends, Asia and Elijah, my friend who I live with. Um, I, I tried to catch the lyrics to the song. It's something is, is uh, 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 assume my browser access isn't denied, and then f word my Wi Fi. Is that what they're saying? So no. Um. So I actually found the song yes. on YouTube, and I listened. This was to a it. banger. It, dude. The song, the studio version, is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Like, very good. Is a bop. The lyrics, so the name of the song is My um, Feline Has Wi-Fi. My, f- My okay. cat has yeah, Wi-Fi, okay. but not a Okay, cat. got it, got it. Has Wi-Fi? Yes. Wow. Um, all right. <laughs> Mind blown. Yeah. Um, right? And then, interesting, because, you know, I've been... You know, everybody knows that I am very into home networking uh, and um, I am I'm very much into the thing about the home networking. Very important to have uh, the WAP on point because you mm-hmm. need a wireless access point. Booyah. That is uh, like at the heart of home networking. Yeah. And, and you know, they don't have Xfinity. They have triple Xfinity. Triple Xfinity. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I guess uh, did they get into like uh, upload, download speeds or anything like that? Uh, no, I think I think they've got both, and mm-hmm. um, I think it's very strong the connection, Excellent strong Wi Fi. Um, mm-hmm. I personally like as a podcaster, I prefer a wired connection. I don't Makes trust sense. the Wi Fi, but you know, I guess you want to be on the go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It does depend. It depends uh, what kind of Wi-Fi access. Sounds like this Wi-Fi, you don't need the wired. Yeah. Does BFF have any other tracks? Yes. Um, so I'm looking at what they've uploaded here. 
They've got a song called uh, Borderline. They've got a song called Techno Gym Love Affair. Techno Gym Love Affair. You have any lyrics to that? I'd have to play it. I'm not sure. I'd have to get back to you on that one next week. All right. Um, Boy, watch out, Tariq. (laughs) Yeah, Tariq, you you really stopped after that one song, which, Rob, uh, probably the most embarrassing thing about me is in my Spotify wrapped uh, Tariq's song was in my top three wow. <laughs> of the year. Wow. Yeah. Well, I, yeah. I, I think my cat has Wi-Fi is going to make a late push. It, 2022 look out. You're about to take <laughs> top spot right now. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so Alina that she has told Caleb about her uh, condition and apologies if I am not using uh, the, uh, the, the right language to describe uh, Alina's dwarfism. I will uh, endeavor to uh, get it correct. If I am uh, not saying it uh, the correct way to talk about um, you know, her, her condition, but uh, he knows about it, but, uh, that I guess that he doesn't have a full picture of uh, a, 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 like all, all of the uh, uh, different difficulties she may have. Yeah. So, I mean, it's one of those things where it's very clear, you know, Caleb is someone who does not fully thought this out. It's a very regular thing to happen on 90 day fiance where the couples don't think things the whole way through. I don't think he's quite thought about how much work will go into helping Alina aside from just loving her is, Mm -hmm. you know, helping her with, you know, she mentions like light switches or, you know, her fingers don't bend uh, in certain ways. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, the wheelchair and like pushing, like taking her around places and some places you can't have access to. So there's quite a bit of things that'll go into it beyond just like being a good partner, like Mm -hmm. relationship wise, which I don't think he's fully thought out, which makes sense uh, for him. Okay, so we're going to see Alina like telling her parents uh, about this. And Alina's parents are uh, very overprotective of Alina. Alina says that uh, it's not just uh, because of uh, her condition. She says that they're actually the same way with uh, her sister as well, who she just says is a, has a average height. But parents mm, not loving the Caleb thing. Yeah, and I think one of the reasons they cite is that there was a another man yes. in Alina's life who was a South African man that she had actually met in person in Russia. Mm-hmm. But then uh, they kind of she felt a lot of feelings about it. They hit it off. But then when she flew to South Africa to see him, he made twelve hundred excuses and and kind of ghosted her on her trip. Mm-hmm. So they don't want her to get set up for failure again. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's kind of a, you know, uh, natural feeling that you want to try to keep, uh, you know, pr- try to protect uh, your your kid in that spot. So uh, understandable. Parents don't stop her. They don't step in the way. They don't give her like an ultimatum. Right, right. They, like you're they out of the family like- if you go see Caleb. <laughs> they only show concern, right, as, as parents might. They only show concerns, which then uh, Alina does find a good solution for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Her friend is going to help her. She's a roommate. And I think, is this the same guy that's in BFF? Yes. Same guy. Same guy. Okay. All right. Uh, I mean, this guy is a true uh, living up to his name, uh, a real BFF. Mm-hmm. Uh, good roommate. Yeah. Good uh, this Elijah. And travel. Uh, yes. Yes. Okay. All right. 
So, and maybe they could also like put some tracks down on this trip also. If we, uh, I mean, I don't see why not. I'm looking mm-hmm. at their, some of their other songs. Um, they've got a song called mother's eyes. They've got a song called stoppy. Maybe, one, stoppy? maybe some of them got, yeah, stoppy S T O P P Y. Okay. Well, I'm very curious to know what the song stoppy is about. Yeah, there is a lot. Oh, okay. So this was okay. There's one other song name I'll give you. Mm-hmm. This song is called cigarette body odor knockout combo. Cigarette is it? Is there a comma or a slash in there? Just one word. I mean, not one word. Sorry. Uh, just the fr- run, like running c- sentence. C- so, so is, is cig- the word cigarette is a modifier on regular body odor? Perhaps. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a this is a cigarette lot. body odor is what? Oh, cigarette body odor knockout combo. Knockout. Combo. Oh, like it's an overwhelming smell. The mm-hmm. two of them together. Uh, mm. Yeah, T- that's uh, stoppy. Yeah, move over Taylor's version. We got some feelings coming out on this song. BFF band. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> you know, uh, is this all in one album, or are they have like multiple albums? So this, no, this this one is in a five track album called Rita. And then the other album is called How You Can Cure Anything with the Venom from Bee Stings. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah. a helpful trick. Yeah, yeah. there you go. <laughs> uh, BFF uh, looks like they're available on Apple Music. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Okay, there you on go. Facebook. Cue them up. Mm-hmm. All right. So um, we go back to Caleb. And... I didn't really understand. And again, I am not uh, the, the, the spiritual member of my household. So maybe if uh, the, uh, my lovely wife, Nicole, could uh, explain more about what Caleb was doing here. Puya, did you get a, a read on this? On what? His his uh, thing that he did outside? He okay, yes. so- drew a picture and then uh, then the picture. Then he put burned the picture in the fire. Yeah, so it was interesting because he was like talking on about what he was doing in his process. I didn't quite get it, but then to, in my uh, the way I took it was if you put it in the fire, it's kind of supposed to like launch it or or make it come true. Is how I ended up perceiving it. Rob, was it weird to you? Because this I don't know if it is weird or not. I I was wilded out, but. He has a full-on, like, eight-person leather sectional just sitting outside <laughs> in front of this fire. <laughs> so where is he? In California? Uh, Arizona. Arizona. Chandler, okay, Arizona. because it's not going to rain that much. So I don't know. Maybe somebody was throwing it out. I mean, it's this big, beautiful piece of furniture, yeah. I will say. But yeah, but I, yeah, I have to just go back to that. I'm on BFF Band's Facebook, and I don't know how <laughs> you could not talk about, like, their latest track that they uh, put out. Now, What's it called? Uh, so our, our song is out soon. Now, please enjoy the live performance. Do you know who Dilf is? Have you met any? And, of course, uh, the new song, the newest song is called Dilfomaniac. <laughs> that is not on YouTube. That is a gr- exclusive you're giving mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Hashtag daddy. Hashtag want to be my daddy at dads of Disneyland. Uh, hashtag uh, Dilfomaniac. Hashtag MILF. Hashtag hot daddy. Hashtag daddy issues. Hashtag dad body. <laughs> hashtag hot daddy. Hashtag Dilf. Hashtag Dilfs. 
Okay, so all of it is fine. Why did Dads of Disneyland get added? <laughs> Was that are they specifically going for that market? Like, are you a Disney dad? Well, we want you to listen to uh, this. I'm not. Too. I'm not. <laughs> yeah, this is not for you, Rob. <laughs> now it seems like that they they have not posted a lot of new music recently. Uh, Dilphomaniac was uh, 2019. Oh, okay. So maybe it's not as new as we thought, mm-hmm. but they've only got the live performance out. Only the live performance of uh, Dilphomaniac. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, there so you go. Please uh, mm-hmm. don't, st- <laughs> don't stoppy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we can get one of their tracks on for the uh, for the intro. That'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, boy, could BFF band record a new theme song for 90 Day Fiance? Ooh, now that that give me all the hashtags there. That would be fire. Okay. All right. So we, uh, that uh, Caleb, like he has like a, like some sort of like a, uh, he drew something, he put it in the fire. I got to be honest. I uh, didn't really understand the meaning of, of what he did. Uh, again, it's, it's, uh, I'm sure it makes perfect sense. It's just beyond me. I mean, listen, it could, it's one or two. It could make perfect sense or, even Caleb didn't know what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Cause again, Caleb, I feel like the whole thing for me, I feel like he's trying to be deeper than he is. I feel like he's trying to tell us like, I, you know, I'm, I'm so in tune with who I am and what I'm about and all this stuff. And, and I don't know if I buy it. Like he's talking about how drawing all this, it's symbolism and it's, it's going to help him connect to Alina and that this picture holds, you know, a lot of power. I don't know. Then why are you burning it? Yeah. I don't know. He, you know, he's full on to me. He's the dude that took philosophy for one semester and now has come out being like, I'm all knowing. Mm -hmm. So, Um, so Alina needs to talk to him and Alina Mm -hmm. tells him that her friend is going to help her on this trip to go meet up with them in Turkey. There's a lot of things that, you know, uh, that she is, you know, uh, she is, she walks, but she needs to be in the wheelchair for, you know, some of the longer stretches of walking and her friend will help get her to where she needs to go. Caleb, uh, one doesn't seem to like this idea and it seemed like getting a little jealous. Yeah. So Caleb just doesn't fathom why she now suddenly needs a travel mate. And I think Alina does a good job of being like, yeah, my parents would feel a lot more comfortable with him there because they know him and you're a stranger on the Internet. And that should make complete sense to Caleb. That should be like, yeah, that makes sense. I'm not concerned. Um, I think where his concern comes from, from where I'm standing, is I think he's curious about is is your friend going to be with us the whole time or is he just there making mm-hmm. sure you're safe and like doing his own thing? Mm-hmm. Cause I think he wants to just have one-on-one time with Alina, which he's concerned about. Yeah. Now. Understandable. Not sure if the friend is getting uh, his own room on this. Trip. Yeah. That wasn't made clear. So mm-hmm. we'll have to find out, mm-hmm. but I imagine that it's not going to, like the friend's not going to be with them everywhere. That's mm-hmm. just not how it's going to go. Yeah. And I feel like part of him is a little insulted because he feels like I could take care of you. I could do all these things. You yeah. don't need your friend. Yeah, there. I'm, the, I'm, your, like, I'm your hero. Exactly. I'm Enrique Iglesias. He's just taking it personally, which I feel like is the mistake here because it's not about you at all, actually. So don't worry about it. 
Yeah, he just seemed to be a little bit more focused on how he was feeling about the whole thing. Not necessarily like uh, that she was trying to tell him, like, this is kind of something that she needs to make this trip happen. Right. Which, again, these are not good signs. You know, you can show us how good you are, how kind you are, how in tune you are. But then when you're uh, that's on when you're alone. But when you're with someone else and you're doing this, that doesn't give me you're being selfish. Stop it. Mm -hmm. And I think that Alina is also like a little freaked out, too, that I think she's like, well, I guess maybe he doesn't understand like uh, like uh, how much assistance I will require at times. Yeah. And and Alina does mention that she's worried about the accessibility um, in Turkey for her, which I feel like is something that, uh, you know, Caleb clearly isn't putting research into because he's never had to. But it's something Alina has to worry about and, and think about when she's traveling or when she's going to a new country. And Turkey's a brand new country for her because her parents also said the same thing of like, what if you're going to have difficulty like going around, moving around in Turkey? So it's just concerns, concerns that are raised for Alina. Um, for her condition and, mm-hmm. and Caleb's just kind of blind to it. He just thinks, you know what Caleb thinks? He's like, I've got you. Like I can carry you. I'll carry your wheelchair. Like that's fine. But I don't think he's thinking about the further steps of, mm-hmm. Oh, maybe we can't go to this location now for this reason. We have to go to another place. Like, he's not putting any of that. Yeah. But yeah. Caleb is giving me Andrew vibes from, uh, oh, 90 yeah. Day Beyonce. uh, Night Day Beyonce proper. And, and I do think I would second him as the candidate to be this season's Andrew currently, mm. because it's a lot of like, I'm doing everything right. And I just don't understand what's going wrong. Mm-hmm. So we'll see more of them, you know, obviously in the season and we'll see if uh, Andrew, uh, sorry, Caleb, similar to Andrew will show his whole ass by the end of it. Yeah. All right. Puya, anything else on Alina and on uh, Caleb? Not really. I'm excited to see how they're going to uh, interact. Um, they obviously, the, the interesting thing with them for me is that obviously they met online when they were teenagers, when they were yeah. like 15 or so. And then they kind of talked and then they fell out of touch. And then he found her on a dating app like years later. Mm-hmm. So they've never met in person. So obviously I'm here for that first meet and see how it goes. But Alina is precious. And if, Caleb hurts her. We will. We will hurt you, <laughs> <Yes>. Caleb. <verbally>. Wow. <laughs> we're. I mean, like, uh, we're gonna go and like uh, beat up people on Night Day Fiance. I mean, I, I, I like. I'm up to podcast. Is uh, like. Uh, oh, I don't. I don't, no, I, I don't really want to go around and like like be no, like no, no. vigilantes of Ninety Day Fiance. No, what are we? The hitmen? No, that's not happening. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> oh, it's a verbal takedown. It's a verbal oh, okay. takedown. Yeah. Okay. All right. We'll take them down like with our words. The only way we know how. That's the only Mm -hmm. way we roll. Okay. All right. Puya, then let's talk about uh, Memphis and Hamza. Let's. One of the more shorter storylines of the the episode. Little snippets. Right. But still intriguing. We see really, I think, only uh, from Memphis's side of things. I don't believe we hear from uh, Hamza at, at all in the episode. Correct. No, we only see Hamza like twice on video call, like footage that's like two seconds long. And he's not saying all that much there. So it's uh, barely anything about Hamza, but we do get to meet Memphis. Okay, so 
Uh, Memphis, we open up that she is like at a lingerie store trying on lingerie. I feel like this is like a 90 day fiance trope. It's honestly, it is a recurring theme. There's always one person who's like at the lingerie store with their friends. Like, I don't normally trying- do this, but I'm going to try these on. And I brought my two friends to talk about what they like, uh, what it looks like. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And yeah, she's, she's, you know, trying them on for her friends. Her friends are uh, supporting her, uh, you know, cheering her on. They're having mm-hmm. a good laugh. So, you know, again, it's a great introduction to, to someone that you are meeting on 90 day. Fiance. Yeah. And, uh, we have, uh, Memphis, uh, that one of her friends is really hilarious. Yes, one of her friends really has jokes, and it was very delightful to see. Yeah, that was a good call for Memphis to uh, bring the, bring this woman to come with her to go to uh, <laughs> go go check out what she was wearing. Yeah, I yeah. got a good good laugh out of it. Yeah, so yeah, boy, yeah, but uh, yeah, Memphis is trying on uh, all the different outfits, uh, twerking away. Hmm. Hmm. Is what you do. Yeah, gave mm-hmm. them gave them a full give our friends the full the full show like the full functionality of the of the outfits as well. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, the, the whole thing is going on. So I think that uh, some uh, Memphis is planning a lot of special outfits for uh, Hamza and hopefully uh, brings the adult lotion. Exactly. Okay. Um, the, the the lotion for couples. Lotion for couples. Yes. <laughs> okay. Uh, then we go back to okay, now, but now like, Hey, party's over for Memphis. Back to, back yes. to home life. And we meet Kennedy. Kennedy is a uh, 13. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, and Kennedy is from, a pre, uh, a previous relationship. Um, seems like a smart kid. Mm-hmm. Kennedy seems fun. I like Kennedy. Yeah, so yeah. Memphis has two kids. Uh, one is Kennedy, her oldest, that she t- is single mothers. That's not a verb. Mm-hmm. Um, she takes care of independently. And then she has a son, I believe, that she has shared custody with with her ex. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what does um, Memphis do uh, as a job? I see like uh, is she like, like holding like a, like a stethoscope in one of these still images I'm looking at. Yeah, so Memphis uh, completed her universe, her like uh, medical school. I believe she is a nurse practitioner. Okay, all right. Yes. So uh, she is a, uh, a professional woman. Uh, she mm-hmm. is uh, you know raising two kids, and she met Hamza. Uh, how did they meet on an app? Yeah, so she said that American men on dating apps were not doing it for her. So she ventured into international dating apps and she found Hamza, who is 28 and from Tunisia. Okay. All right. And uh, what's his story? Is he married before or anything like that? Not that I, not that I see. Um, He isn't married, Mm -hmm. but he also doesn't understand English very well. And, and she doesn't speak Arabic. So the language barrier very much going to be there, but he has good teeth. And a nice smile, and uh, we find out that Memphis is uh, really into, like, teeth and gums. Yes, g- gums, exactly. Yeah. She does say he has voluptuous lips. Yeah, mm-hmm. she was very much into his mouth Did features. she say gums? Did I just put that on her? 
I feel like you added gums. Gums, <laughs> yeah. Maybe she said like like teeth and lips or something like that. She did say teeth and lips. That's okay. the quote. Yeah. 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 I mean, look, but you can have right the, you can have the greatest teeth and lips in the world. You have bad gums. It's over. Yeah. Gingivitis will ruin many a perfect uh, teeth and lips. <laughs> Four out of five podcasters recommend you get brush them. <laughs> and floss. People, we're not fooling. What did we remember? Not to go off topic. And, and, and oh, the floss is I'm not talking about the underwear that Memphis was trying on. No, definitely not that floss. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Um, I feel like when we were with, talking with Tyson on News F, did we talk about like mouth activity there too? Oh, probably. Yeah, I don't remember what the what mm-hmm. the, the, the 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 it was. Uh, you just unlocked a memory for me right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of unlocking Booyah, memories, you think I can remember what happened on any previous podcast? Uh, you are right, sorely mistaken. That was like five months ago. Too. Mm-hmm. Um, so can we talk about the Hamza and Memphis relationship? Sure. So they can't really speak uh, to each other, but he understands two words. That's sexy time. We do see a scene with them kind of, I guess, video chatting, but yeah. she's showering and he's just fully clothed sitting there and she's yeah. talking about yeah. sexy why, time. Yeah, why is that weird? I mean, it seems one-sided. Like, I we mean, talked, we gave Gino hell. all of my FaceTime conversations are. What, your clothes and the other person's new? No, I'm usually undr- <laughs> undressed. <laughs> like, you only see from, like, the waist up. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, then, now I'm trying to think, have we FaceTime before, but mm-hmm. I don't have an Apple mm-hmm. phone. So yeah. sadly not getting them mm-hmm. calls. Wrong. Yeah. But it's yeah. okay. Yeah. And, and I have a selfie stick. And so I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I, I can be showering and then also, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm a, very, a busy professional. So I got to like find different ways to fit in. Well, how am I going to do the podcast and then put together uh, IKEA furniture for, for my wife, and also mm-hmm. to make take my calls and to take a shower. So I got to like a, like a, you know I can't do a phone call and put the furniture together. I mean, it's no, very it's FaceTime. You can't. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So you know, like, and then uh, you know, I hold out the selfie stick, and then I can just like you know, the, like stand on the water and and do all everything else. Wow, Rob, you're really putting multitasking to a whole nother mm-hmm. level. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. I love that. It's very cool. I wish I could, honestly. Mm-hmm. I don't have the facilities for that. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, so that is why that is wild uh, about uh, Memphis and Hamza. Yeah, because to me, obviously, you know, physical attraction is great. Chemistry is great. But language is where half the personality look more or a lot of the personality will come out. So this is going to be interesting with them because they pretty much focus on translator app primarily, mm-hmm. which I guess ultimately is fine when you're away from each other or when you're texting, because you can easily put the text in, get the translation, put the, your text in, send it. So that's easier to communicate in person. I feel like it's going to be rough. So we'll see how they're going to fare when they meet in person, because she does intend on going to Tunisia and get this, Rob, yes. not to get engaged. She wants to skip the engagement and go straight to the marriage. Yeah. So here's the schedule here. So they have basically a uh, three week schedule of uh, what's going to go on. Uh, OK, so week one, she's going to get there and they're going to have a get to know you week. Mm-hmm. Week two, get married. 
Yes. Week three, honeymoon. Mm -hmm. So it's perfect. Um, Her friends are a little bit skeptical. Like, uh, and she's like, why is this weird? Yeah. Why? What's wrong? Like, like we're, we're taking a whole week to get to know each other before we get married. Like, this is like, (laughs) what is your problem with this plan? She's like, people do it on big brother all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't understand what you're saying here. Yeah. So I want to, Quickly talk about this plane. So it's three weeks. It's a jam-packed three weeks. She's got like a full itinerary here. She does say something that I don't think she, this again, gives me proof. These couples don't be doing their research. Right. So she talks about how, yeah, we're going to get married. And by doing so, we're going to skip the K-1 visa and go straight to the spousal visa, which will go smoother. This mm-hmm. is wrong on all counts, Rob. Because the way she's saying it insinuates that you have to do the the K-1 visa and then a spousal visa? No. K-1 is inherently easier process mm-hmm. because the processing time is less. There's less of the collect all the marriage certificates and all that stuff. It, that takes way longer. So the K-1 visa would be the easier move here. So either she didn't do the research or she just wants to get married ASAP. Sometimes um, we see people on the show and um, the research is boring. Puya, they want sexy time is fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Thinking about what you're going to do on your, you know, week of getting to know each other is fun. But like uh, all the like uh, little details, like um, that can be a little boring. Very boring. Are you? I hate paperwork Mm -hmm. gives me stress. I hate it. I hate it. I don't like looking at stuff like that um, until Liana like cracks the whip and says, Hey, uh, I'm not going to do all this. You have to do it. And I'm like, I guess, okay, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. Fine. Okay, cool. Mm -hmm. So I definitely sympathize with that front and obviously getting to know each other is a lot more fun. Um, but you know, I want to throw that out there because, because Liana's made me do the research, I know way too much. So when Mm -hmm. I hear that I can give, give that information, I'll do it. But yeah, no sexy time, obviously over many things. (laughs) Yeah. Easy. Okay. Um, I guess your mileage may vary. Uh, All right. (laughs) Then we're going to talk about uh, Memphis is going to go meet up with her mom. Uh, This got kind of serious with mom. It did get serious. We learned quite a bit about Memphis in this in this one scene alone. Mm -hmm. We got her backstory and uh, mom does not like this idea. She doesn't if she does not approve of uh, Memphis going to go and get married to Hamza. She barely knows him. Uh, Memphis says, like, uh, well, like, I've learned from my childhood that I need to have a man in my life to feel secure. Shots fired at mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, big shots fired. Because what we basically learn is that Memphis um, ended up in the foster care system between mm-hmm. ages 11 and 19 and went through, I believe, a dozen, mentioned about a dozen houses. Wow. So... A lot of instability there. Uh, we learned that uh, Memphis's mom had a addiction um, to to some narcotics, mm-hmm. so that definitely did make their relationship strained as well. And it because it felt like because it really felt like the way they set it up was when they were first interacting. It's like a regular mother daughter relationship. She's concerned for her daughter and stuff. But then after this conversation, it felt to me like Memphis kind of was saying. 
we're not that close and and I'm still dealing with those wounds. We can't pretend those wounds aren't real. Mm-hmm. And and obviously you can tell her mom feels very bad um based on the way she was reacting to all this. Um so it was it, this was the heaviest part of the episode easily. Yeah. And so um mom she has reservations but Memphis is going through with it. That's it. That's, That's it. it. Memphis okay. is doing it. Right. Don't matter, friends, friends, mom, no one's going to stop Memphis and Hamza. And then I guess uh, we'll see. Uh, is is Mem- Memphis off to uh, go see uh, Hamza yet, or are we still waiting on that? So she will be on her way to Tunisia at some point. The difficult thing with the first episode of the season is the next time on doesn't play as next episode. It just is this season on. Mm-hmm. And then you kind of see like a whole bunch of different things. Everybody's so I don't fighting know what we're and see yelling and throwing phones, like uh, crying. Exactly. Yeah, All the messy. It's a lot. Yeah. Should we do that for the podcast of like end the podcast? Of like uh, this season on 90 Day Fiance Wrap Ups. Honestly, it would play well as a good prediction, and I think we'll nail it. Because no, 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 Puya. You, the, uh, you, you, uh, I don't know if you're following what I'm saying. That the our, that we have a preview at the end of this podcast of, yes. of our coverage. Yes. Okay. We're on the same page. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I think, I think we're going to nail it. I think everything we say will accurately happen because – we know our stuff and we know how ridiculous it's going to get. No, but I, I'm saying that like we like are we going to fight like we need to have like the most dramatic moments of like our podcasting. Oh, OK. So it's going to be difficult because when I'm acting as if I'm fighting, I cuss a lot. So like <laughs> that's my that's how I'm like in the zone where I think I'm doing a good job. Which yeah. would be not good. Like, who, yeah. <laughs> what What do you mean you're not around today to record the podcast? You said you were going to be. This is you that you. I can't believe you're gonna you're gonna cancel on me. Well, Rob, I would have recorded with you yesterday, but you just had to talk to Chappelle, huh? I guess you care about Chappelle no, more than me. You leave him out of this. <laughs> we're not talking about him. He's not worth your time, <laughs> Rob. But you can't see it yet. You just can't. <laughs> yeah okay yeah, that'll be maybe this season yeah all right Chappelle sorry uh, about that we just we just we were just joking I don't know if you can catch humor but that was it that mm-hmm. was it Chappelle mm-hmm. but yeah we have uh, one more couple to talk about here today and we saved a good one for last it's uh, Kim and it is uh, Soldier Boy yeah AKA Soldier Boy Oh, <laughs> uh, well, what's what's his uh, uh, Usman. Usman? Yeah. So this is the only person coming back for a second time on this season. Everyone else was new. Usman was on the last season of before the 90 day season four. Yeah, what the and hell? Yeah. He, you know, try again. Get back up and try again, Rob. But exactly. neither time. He was the person like like I almost understand it if you are like the person in America who is like, OK, I tried to date this person, bring them into the, it didn't work out. I'm going to try another person. But uh, I don't get it as the person who I guess I guess Usman really wants to come to America. Is that what what the. Yeah. So is going Usman on here? definitely it's twofold. I think Usman wants to come to America. One and two. Usman is a artist is a singer. So um, Usman, I believe would want to kickstart his career and definitely gain some traction during his first stint on the show. 
because if there's one thing we know about 90 Day Fiance, it's got a strong online backing. Yep. The subreddit's popping. The community's popping. So they did give him some clicks and listens. And I think that that's brought him back to this show. Because if you're trying to come to America, come to America. But I think he wants the TV exposure, too. It's mm-hmm. kind of where I'm Makes at. Makes sense. Him. Story checks yeah. out. Okay. Uh, Kim is 50. Yes. And she is a big fan of an artist herself. And I'm not yes. talking just about Usman, Rob. Yes. She stands the king of pop, Michael Jackson. The one and only. Mm-hmm. She has like a shrine to Michael Jackson. And she has a hat of his that he wore and signed that she keeps in this little glass case. Yeah. Now, it begs the question, Rob, do you think that's authentic or do you think she got scammed on eBay? What's the what's the verdict? Um, Boy. I I really don't know. I don't know. Like, what is the was there a hologram? Uh, no hologram. But if I had her name saved on my phone, she would be called scammed likely. So I scammed think that likely. she would not be um, getting an authentic. Piece if here. I go on eBay, if I was going to get a Michael Jackson fedora, uh, let's see. I mean, uh, like, is there a store that just? Let's see. Uh, Michael Jackson fedora hat. That's not signed. I need to, okay. All right. So Michael Jackson fedora hat and autograph and documents. This is the real thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, now this says all my love, Michael Jackson. Yes. Now, is that what is that what her said? I thought her said like all yes. the love. Uh, let me quickly go back on my okay. on my timestamp here let's see it says um so all my love yeah, yeah. all my love okay yeah. this has a certificate of authenticity a letter in yeah in the in the in the video under her glass case there is like on the base there is a piece of paper i'm assuming yeah. is a certificate so this is like how a much ten thousand dollar item uh that's what the uh, that's what's going for here on ebay but that's a buy it now uh, she did say that it would go for eight nine k. Hers would, so mm-hmm. I guess that does. Then maybe it's. Listen, I don't know how many of these are available, but you know what? Maybe it's hers. Maybe she's selling it. <laughs> yeah, they think that she had to <laughs> flip it because, uh, like, Usman needs some cash. Yeah, it was it was featured on the episode last night. She put the listing live, and now she's going to reap the rewards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So she is obsessed with the king of pop. Uh, then she also, uh, lives with her mom and mm-hmm. she has a son named Jamal 25. Yes, and she, she is the primary caregiver for her mom as well. Rob, we almost forgot to talk about her tattoo. Do you want to talk about that ink? Uh, remind me. So she has a tattoo of it's Michael Jackson's like hand. And you know, when he does the hand on the fedora move, yes, yes. it's, it's like a bird's eye view of the fedora with the hand on it. And then underneath it, it says like my Michael or something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, she is very much a fan. Very much a big Michael Jackson stand. Mm-hmm. And so um, she ended up meeting up with uh, uh, Usman and uh, how did they meet on an app? Uh, no. So she actually reached out to him. She slid in the DMs. Oh, she saw him on her last 90 day fiance. 
Yeah, well, she said she insist she didn't say that outright, but I there's no other world where she's or like finding his music. How was she any exposed other way. to his music? Right, right. So she reached out to him. He replied back, and she was like, "Ooh, I can't believe he's replying to me." So then they kept talking, and then she says her feelings got uh, more serious, and now she is going to go to Tanzania, which um, is the location. Where Usman's shooting his next music video. Yes. So they're going to okay. meet up there. All right. Well, that's going to be exciting. I'm very excited for this. It's going to be fun. Um, uh, Kimberly gives me big, like, clueless vibes. Mm-hmm. So I can't wait. Not I'm excited. Uh, Alicia Silverstone. No, um, more clueless in the in the realms of Stephanie from last season of Nine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, I do think she does have a lot more self-awareness than uh, Stephanie. I would say a little bit more. I would say a little bit. I mean, it'd be like with, with Stephanie. Stephanie's self-awareness was not in the negatives. Right. Yeah, exactly. Right. Okay. Uh, do we, how old is Usman? Uh, I believe Usman is in his 30s, if I was mm-hmm. to um, assume. I think he's in his 30s. Okay. Yeah. Or um, late 20s. I think 30s. Wait, so. could you give us the backstory? What happened to uh, the uh, first 90 Day Fiance relationship for uh, Soulja Boy? Soulja Boy. So, um, what happened with them is similar to what kind of we see on the uh, this season on with, with Soulja Boy and Kim. Is that his former partner, former fiance okay. in Lisa. Lisa was very jealous and, and had a lot of jealousy and basically soldier boy was, do, was sharing a lot of messages back and forth with other women on social media. And so that was the big, big um, push for their divorce. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately Lisa saw it as, as Usman was just trying to marry me to be on a show to sell his music. So <laughs> I mean, that is preposterous. Right, <laughs> I mean that if he just, if if he was so badly wanted to just marry somebody to be on a show, why would he go back on the same show to marry somebody else? Yeah, I think she had a point. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I zero percent shocked. shocked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Also, not for nothing, but there was already a soldier boy. So marketing yourself as soldier boy is. Not great because mm-hmm. you're never going to be the top in that in that. You yeah, know, but you are like uh, then you are coasting off the like people misspelling Soldier Boy on Google, and then you're sort of like uh, you know like the people that have like uh, the uh, like one letter off URLs. Mm-hmm. True. So I've got a couple of questions I want to throw at you, Rob, yeah. about Soldier Boy. First. How many followers do you think he has on Instagram? Soja Boy? Yes. Usman. Usman. Uh, 200,000. Ding it. 212. Right there. Second, Usman is on 210,000 of them are from uh, 90 Day Fiance fans. I mean, it's generous to say 2K yeah. was from beforehand. Yes, even. yes. Um. He is on Cameo, Rob. How yeah. much for a Cameo from, from one Soja Boy? 40 bucks? 50. 50 Not bad. Plus. Not plus bad at all. Yeah. I'll have to check on those at some point in the season. But, yeah, so with them, it's straightforward. Is he entertaining? Is he a character on the show? 
he can be, he wouldn't be my first pick uh, by any means, but he could have his moments. I mean, ultimately, I think both with, with, with uh, baby girl, Lisa, the former, and now with Kim, I feel like he's the secondary character in both those instances mm-hmm. for me, because the other, the, those two play a lot more quirky and a lot more, um, you know, yeah. they're going to give us some gold audio files kind mm-hmm. of thing. Okay. So Kim, she talks to mom about this. Uh, mom does not approve. Doesn't think it's a good nope. idea. Yeah. Um, she then goes and then in another scene, we see her with uh, Alyssa and Vanessa, her friends. Yeah, so she Always goes and two friends, two friends. You gotta have two friends, mm-hmm. and the rules of ninety day state. You have two people, and and they're gonna be skeptical. That's how it works. So sure enough, two friends. She tells them her plan of of wanting to go there and you know marry him, be with him, and and they don't really trust it. And she gets very defensive. She's like, "Why would you not trust me? Why is no one rooting for me?" It's like, because they kind of see the writing on the wall, because then the other question that comes up, Rob, is they ask her, well, does Usman want babies? And she's like, yeah, but not mine. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to give him babies. And then they have a good chuckle. She's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah. So, I mean, if I think if he wants to take a second wife and have babies, I'm fine with that. And the friend's faces drop. Yeah. Well, <laughs> just to back up a little bit, um, that w- if she first says that uh, that when she's going to go be with uh, Usman, that he wants them to have separate rooms to start off. Right. It's like, he okay. Wants I kind of get like separate bathrooms. I kind of understand mm-hmm. that. But but uh, you separate bedrooms. Um, yeah, so that's already a little bit of a red flag. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing is that she, I don't remember which scene it was, but she kind of insinuates that they don't know what this is yet. Like they don't, they haven't like DTR'd, which if you haven't defined the relationship, then it's a little presumptuous to, to go on this trip with the intentions of having it become more than it is. Right. I'm interested to get uh, Usman's perspective on what this is. Right. I agree. Also, yeah, Usman is 32. So they have a 18 year age difference mm-hmm. between. Yeah. Them. And so um, then, yeah, the bombshell about that. Like, yeah, I mean, uh, he wants kids and, uh, and and the friends are like, does he want your kids? She's like, no. Uh, so he either. But I'm I'm totally fine with if he has a second marriage and mm-hmm. then has the kids uh, with uh, with that uh, woman. Mm-hmm. Uh, piece of trivia. What show comes on after 90 Day Fiance before the 90 Day? Sister Wives. That's right. It was inter interpromotion if I've ever seen it mm-hmm. right here. Yes. So this was interesting because she seems very open to it. But then in the this season on, we see her getting jealous and upset that he's interacting with other people. So can't believe it. that was fascinating. So we'll see how that plays mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, the friends definitely did not co-sign this part of the, uh, of the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. And she's like, that's <laughs> like, they have their own relationship. She's like, yeah, it's not going to be like some weird, like threesome thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's not going to be how it works. Yeah. And then her, and then she gets mad at her friends. She's like, you know what? I just wanted to have a little bit of happiness and you're ruining it for me. 
you've ruined it for yourself based on the decision you've made to be with Usman. Mm-hmm. But you don't know that yet. So we allow you. We, you know, I guess we don't know how it's going to play out. Like we don't want to say like, mm-hmm. we know everything, but uh, I don't know. There's uh, certainly some uh, warning flags uh, for us here as the 90 day fiance viewers who have seen this play out, you know, a few times before. Yeah. Like we know better because we've been uh, exposed to this time and time again on this show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. If your boyfriend doesn't want to sleep in the same room with you and wants to have a, a second marriage with another woman and then have a family with her. And isn't your boyfriend, cause you haven't defined the relationship. Yeah, maybe that's not your, your potential fiance. It isn't. Factually, mm-hmm. it's not. Yeah. So maybe, uh, again, go in with less expectations. I'm hearing a lot of expectations, but Soldier Boy might not be delivering on those. So we'll see. We'll see uh, what comes next. Uh, there is a couple couples uh, that we haven't met yet. Correct. So we have a couple people here that we are going to be meeting on this season that we haven't met yet. And I believe it's three couples that we are not, we have not met yet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Um, three more couples. Wow. So seven. Yeah. So well, the one couple was the one guy who like we saw in the, this season on in passing that I had not heard about before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh, there's a seventh one. Cool. Um, but the other two, I feel like are going to have a little bit more of a prominent feature on the show and might get the bigger exposure next week. Okay. So, We've got uh, three new couples that we're going to meet next week. Uh, maybe one of these couples gets the buy next week. Uh, I would have to couple? imagine. So yeah. I all would right. have to imagine. So, cause they, they're not going to be able to fit all of them. All in. right. So great start to before the 90 day fiance. Please, any other thoughts? No, I'm just very excited, Rob. Like this is, like I said, this is the first time in, in so long that we've had a brand new cast. So to be able to, you know, meet new people and have new opinions on people will be great, especially this past like year. I feel like they gave us the same five couples over and over and over again. It's nice to have something fresh and I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Hot and fresh. Mm hmm. Yep. Not out of Gino's kitchen. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Yeah. All right. So uh, for the podcast listeners, uh, Puya is going to get you some uh, 90 Day Fiance single life updates. Uh, so don't go anywhere uh, yet if you want to catch the uh, 90 Day Fiance single life. Uh, Puya, what else do you have going on? Uh, this week, we will be officially wrapping up Mass Singer season six. It's the finale on Wednesday. So that'll be fun. Definitely check it out with Liana and I. Will the Queen of Hearts win? Will the Bull win? Find out there with us. And then um, I do stream on Twitch about three, four times a week. Twitch.tv slash Puya. I got some stuff in the hopper there. Should be a good time. And you can follow me on Twitter at Puyaism for any other of my musings. And then, of course, big weekend on RHAP, uh, of course, uh, with The Survivor. I had a great podcast with uh, Mike Bloom, Dominic Abate, talking about Survivor, getting ready for the finale of Survivor this weekend. Plus, talked about Snick shows are trash. Have you ever watched The Snick? 
No, I'm actually very intrigued to check this podcast out. You know what? Maybe I have, but I've just never heard of it. Mm-hmm. Like one of them, because like where I grew up, I would get a lot of the TV shows, but it would be on like local channels mm-hmm. and not like the original channels. Okay. Uh, Snick shows are trash with Sarah Ferguson and Chappelle. And then Chappelle and I watched a show called 20 somethings colon Austin on uh, nothing but Netflix. Yes. Which could have a familiar face in the mix of it. We'll mm-hmm. see. Mm-hmm. I will be checking that podcast mm-hmm. out. I will be checking this show out. So I can't wait to hear what you and Chappelle have to say about it. Okay. Uh, of course, uh, we've got uh, then all of your Survivor finale coverage uh, coming up on Wednesday. At Rob has a website. So uh, that's it for me here. Uh, we're going to throw it to Puya, who is going to bring you your uh, 90 day uh, The Single Life update right after this. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 90 Day Fiancé Wrap-Up Podcast. How about that? How about the premiere episode with Rob just now? It was a delight getting to talk to Rob about all these things, and it will continue to be a delight aboard this Hot Mess Express this season. Now, we're here to talk about episode five of season two of 90 Day Fiancé, The Single Life. Of course, as you know, these episodes continue to be 44 minutes, and they continue to win my heart by doing so, because there's only so much cringe one man can watch in one sitting, and I'm able to do that for about 45 minutes at a time. Okay, now let's tell let's tell you real quick who is not going to be making an appearance on this episode. There are two people that are not here, okay? We've got the queen of celibacy, Stephanie. Not making an appearance this episode. We don't know where she is. We don't know what's going on. So Stephanie, another bye week for Stephanie. Moving on to the next person, Natalie is not going to be on. Natalie had a big episode last week, which ended with her smacking her date upside the head for not realizing boundaries. And we're not going to find out more about that until next week. So tune in for that for episode six with those two. Although, can I be honest with you? Stephanie doesn't even have a next time on for the next episode. So Stephanie, where are you at? Um, I'm okay with you not being there, but why are you here? You know, anyways, that leaves us with four 
people to talk about. Five if you count Jesse and Jennifer as a it's two people, which you should because they are two people. But how about we start off here by going to someone who kind of has a very inconsequential short stint on the episode, and that is none other than Sinjin. So Sinjin's episode, he really has one scene, okay? And that one scene has to do with he's on his way home. He's about to walk in and, oh, uh, what's this? I got a text. You know, Love Island style. I got a text. It is Sinjin's ex-co-worker has hit him up and said, hey, listen, I, I found you on the dating app. Like, you want to go out sometime? You want to grab some drinks? Sinjin's like, yeah, I'm down. And now he realizes, okay, he, I have to tell Tanya about it because we are out here living together and we're still like, so, okay, so let's clarify one thing, right? They're still married. They are not divorced. They have, they are, they have agreed to separate, but to our knowledge, they've not done anything else beyond agree to separate. So he needs to tell Tanya this and he decides he's going to tell Tanya this. Tanya's big takeaway, but first of all, she's shocked that he's on the dating apps already. And she feels like it's inappropriate because they're still married. And I get it, honestly, because think of the other couple who's on this show who are separated. It's Mike and Natalie, but they're like separated, separated. Like they're not, I don't think they've gone through the divorce proceedings, right? But they have agreed that they're done, done, and they don't live together. She lives in a different flipping state. So it would be very awkward if you are in the process of getting separated with your wife and you are bringing people over to the house. So that makes no sense. So I completely get Tanya here. Uh, Tanya's whole thing was, well, you need to move out then um, because I cannot have you be doing that here. So that's it. <laughs> I know it's short. That's it. The next time on shows, Sinjin talking about he's moving tomorrow and then him and Tanya fight on the last night. And then he's like, I'm assuming he's inebriated. He's drunk. He's talking about how, oh, it's the last night. I thought we'd end with like a cuddle and a hug. And it's like, what, what relationship do you think this is? I thought you were done. I don't know. We'll find out next week. Okay. That's next week's problem. But this week's problem. And it is a problem. Let's talk about Big Ed real quick. So Big Ed, last time we saw him, he was um, connected with this woman named Coyote who lives in Mexico. And he, you know, was like, oh, there was this attraction immediately or whatever. So the episode starts with him gift shopping for Coyote. He says that she's into mystic stuff. So he's gone to buy her something because he's going to Mexico to see her. Okay. Go to Mexico to see her. Now, the timeline between him going to Mexico and him meeting her is a, is somewhere in between two to three weeks. That is not a lot of time. I have milk in my fridge that will expire in two, like it would expire in like two to three weeks. Like that is wild. Okay. So anyways, let's go back to the start here. So then we find out some more tr- stuff about this trip to Mexico. Uh, his mom and Best friend, a.k.a. dog Teddy, are going with him to Mexico, okay? So then it's a couple of days after the shopping spree. He is packing for this um, for this trip, and he lets us know that he sleeps with a rose quartz under his bed because apparently that's good for love. Now, I don't know much about rose quartz, so if any of you rose quartz aficionados are out there, I'm sure you'll fact check me. Let me know if this is fact or indeed cap. Uh, you'll let me know, I'm sure. And then he starts lighting the sage. He wants to light the sage to bless the rocks. Um, and then he does all praises. May I find mystic love? And I thought, 
Are you, did you just start picking this up as a, as a hobby, as a way of life after meeting Coyote? Cause I've never heard you do any of this before. Like it seems very quick. Okay. So then we find out, so he arrives to Mexico. We, we find out that his friend Laura recommended a ho- this hotel to him. So he's got his mom a private room. He's got his own room and that's that he settles in. Now he's going on his first date with Coyote. So Coyote, or they go to this restaurant. Coyote arrives at the restaurant and she wants him to practice Spanish with her. And she starts speaking to him in Spanish. He has a rough go of returning it. Um, so then he, he tells her she's beautiful. She says, I, I was more beautiful before he compliments her skin. She said, my skin was nicer before. Um, I think she was talking about how she like sun damage potentially. I'm not a hundred percent sure. And then we see in the background, like the waitresses doing like a stop motion and panic is ensuing. And then we hear like gunshots and police sirens. So then they all like duck. Or they go into hiding, and that's it. That was the last scene of the episode, so that's it on Big Ed. We don't see where we go from there. And they did not put him in the next time on, either strategically or he's going by the way of Stephanie and will also have a bye week, which I'm okay with, but we'll see. We'll find out more about that in the future. Now, let's go over. We have two more to go through. Let's go to Debbie first. How about that? Let's go to Debbie. So Debbie's whole arc this episode was... Hi, I'm Debbie, and I'm getting a makeover because I would like a makeover. All right, Debbie, get yours. So Debbie goes um to – let's see. So she first of all, she does get a makeover in the form of a – she dyes her hair, gets a new hairstyle. And then she got a couple of injections as well. She went with Vanessa. And apparently things with her and Colt are now better. They're no longer fighting about this move out. She's accepted that, you know, I just have to move on with my life. There you go, Debbie. And she now has a date with a man named Jay. And she mentions, you know, she wants to take pride in how she looks again. She feels like for so long she hasn't cared. She hasn't done anything. She really wants to take pride in how she looks and is doing all these things. And she mentions, you know, I hope Jay, the date, uh, realizes, you know, I put in some work and like compliments me on it. So then when we get to the uh, hair salon, when she's getting her hair done, her friend asks her, like, what are you, what's the intention with this man? What are the intentions? Debbie says, listen, let's see where it goes. And then Debbie brings up like in the sixties, she had a couple one night stands here, there, whatever. Um, and now she's getting back into the dating game, obviously. And apparently someone told Debbie to put condoms in her wallet. So Debbie's going to be packing some condoms. All right. Then her date, Jay picks her up and it was awkward. Because Jay picks her up and, and Debbie, you know, kind of signals her, what do you think? How do I look and everything? And then Jay, in the worst possible way to say this, says, oh, yeah, you don't look like how I thought you would. That does not mean you look nice. That is not how that translates. That is rude and uncalled for Jay. Jay's trouble. I don't think Jay's a good one, but we'll see. We really don't see anything about their date. And the next time on, though, we do see Jay mention that there's something that he has to tell Debbie. Don't know what that is. It's a first date. How wild can it be? Hold your drinks because it's 90 Day Fiance, folks. It's going to get wild, even though it's the first date. I'm not ready. You shouldn't be ready. But we'll talk about it next week because it is on the next time on. And that brings us to the last couple today, Jesse and Jennifer. Now, Jesse and Jennifer's episode actually intrigued me a little bit because the entire climax of their episode is going to be Kakwa. And is Jesse going to meet Kakwa? Yes or no. But... Let's go back to the beginning with them. They're going to paraglide. They're going paragliding. And 
uh, Jennifer does the thing again where she says, you know, this, I like this activity because it'll show me how much of a man he is. And again, Jennifer keeps putting all these like specific, what's the word I'm looking for? Regulations and requirements to be a man on, on, on uh, her partner. So they go paragliding. They're fine. They're good. They're having fun. They're feeling in love. Um, I know I said love. You didn't hear me wrong. Trust me, it's coming. So then Jesse tells her, you know, my feelings are as high as that bird right there. And there's like a bird in the sky or whatever. And Jesse completely thinks that Jennifer's been single for three years. He thinks that she's had nobody in three years. And obviously we know that's not true. We know that Kakwa has been in the, in, in the mix, right? And Jennifer's worried because she doesn't want the Kakwa thing to ruin their, what they have going on. And she has planned for a dinner hang out with her fr- close friend, Vanessa. And she thinks, you know, you need to meet Vanessa. That's like my people. So it's like, okay, good. But then apparently Kakwa found out about this meeting and he wants to meet Jesse too. But Jennifer thinks, you know what? It's not a big deal. Cause Kakwa probably won't show up. Okay. And then, <laughs> okay. So remember when I said love earlier, let's get to the payoff for the love. So then Jesse straight up tells Jennifer, I feel like I'm falling in love with you and that he's never felt like this. And Jennifer kind of hears that and goes, all right, you want to go? You want to leave? And they leave. She doesn't say it back. And Jesse completely realizes this. And, and in our confessional talks about how like, oh, I, I did notice she didn't say it back. Um, good. You know what? This is for you getting on one knee to propose to Darcy, but then it not being an engagement ring. Uh, so, uh, how do you feel now? Hmm. How do you feel? Although, again, like Darcy's not like the best, but Darcy did have to go through some hell with Jesse. Okay. So then they're on their way to dinner. Jennifer is telling us she's hoping things aren't awkward because she didn't say I love you back. Uh, then confirms Kakwa will indeed be there at this hangout. And Jesse doesn't know about that. So it's going to get very awkward. So then they show up and Vanessa is meeting with Jesse. They're, they swap niceties. Then Vanessa says, you're very handsome. And Jesse replies, you too. All right. You too. You look handsome as well. All right. So it got a little awkward there with that. Then Kakwa comes in and, and the awkwardness doesn't stop there, folks. Kakwa comes in and it's a very tense situation. First of all, they're talking in Spanish the whole way. Uh, Jesse's none the wiser, just there smiling. And Kakwa tells us in confession that he's here to get her back. He's here to get a Jennifer, uh, uh, yeah, Jennifer back. And he asks Jennifer, well, you didn't tell him about me. Am I that irrelevant? And she's, you know, she kind of like awkwardly tries to insinuate. I'm not, I, you know, I'm trying to figure stuff out here. Kakua, what are you doing? And she tells him you're being jealous. You shouldn't worry. I mean, I'm, I'm good. And he says, well, I was with you when you were married. So I'm not worried. He should be worried. Kakua. Take many seats. Hold on. Because what you are doing is wiling, sir. This is ridiculous. Ridiculous what's going on right now with Kakwa. Okay. Um, it's definitely not cool what Kakwa is doing, saying, making this date uncomfortable. But also, I feel like Jennifer didn't break things off. Did Jennifer break things off with them? I've already forgotten. But it definitely feels like Jennifer is doing too much by not just telling everyone what's going on and, and, and finding a middle ground for everything or like putting an end to the Kakwa stuff and, and pursuing Jesse full heartedly. It's, it's weird, but what Kakwa is doing isn't cool. 
at all. Uh, Jennifer needs to talk to Jesse for sure. And then in the next time on, Jesse and Jennifer will, of course, address the Kakua conversation. And I think at that point in the next episode, Jesse knows what happened between Kakua and Jennifer. So we'll see. The I Specifically, he mentioned, so you weren't dating him, but what were you just like effing for two months? So get ready, folks. More awkwardness on the way with 90 Day Fiance, the single life season two. Okay. And it's only 44 minutes, which again, I'm happy about. That means that we're at the end of the recap here, about 15 minutes. I hope you enjoyed yourselves because I definitely did. I'll be back next week, obviously, with Rob to talk about episode two of season five of 90 Day Fiancé before the 90 Day. And then at the end, I will talk about episode six of this season as well. You can find me on Twitter at Puyaism. You can find me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Puya. And of course, if you could leave a rating and review for the podcast, please go over to Rob's website.com slash 90 Day Fiancé. That's the number nine, number zero, Day Fiancé. But until then, you have arrived at your destination. We hope you enjoy your trip, and we'll see you back on the Hot Mess Express next week. Bye, everyone. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.